This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode. As always, if you love this podcast and if you love me as a human being, please make sure to go rate it, subscribe, leave a review, comment on the Insta post, share it on your story, do all those things. Y'all know the drill. You're in it. You're in it to win it. I just got off a call recording for another podcast. So I'm feeling hyped. I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling funky. I'm ready to get at this one. Let's first start with our favorite thing ever, a little life update. I don't actually have that much to share this week, but I am on spring break currently. It's day number two. I'm having the best time. Although maybe, honestly, it's probably because I'm not an undergrad anymore and because I'm now a graduate student, but spring break doesn't have the same oomph that it once did. It doesn't have the same pizzazz. I am still doing homework. I still got an email about this massive paper I have to write. I am still having meetings. I'm still doing all this stuff. Like it, I don't feel like I'm on spring break. It's not spring break I'm going to Cabo anymore. It's spring break I'm sitting at home and catching up on everything that I have to do. But other than that, we are just grinding it out as per usual. We are using this week to focus on self-care, self-love. I'm making sure that I'm going to the gym. I'm making sure that I am eating really, really good, nutritious food. But I also need some ice cream and some of my treats. But I'm just really spending this time to chill out as much as I possibly can. Okay, something else I want to bring up, a topic I need us to discuss is PDA. Now, if you don't know what PDA stands for, it is a public display of affection. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because this morning, Dean and I were like, you know what? We need a coffee. And by we, I mean me, because if you know Dean, he doesn't drink coffee, which is very non-Italian of him. But anyways, we went down to our coffee maker in our building because we love free coffee. So we go down to the coffee maker. I have my little coffee cup. I'm starting starting to fill my coffee. I have the machine running. And these two people walk in to this room that we're in. And it's not massive. They're literally standing right beside us. And they're just making out. They're making out. Both Dean and I look at each other and we're like, jail absolute jail these people no absolutely not and it just you know like oh just thinking about it gives me anxiety you know when you can hear the noises that they're making like oh I'm just here to get my coffee I'm just here to enjoy the one thing that brings me some happiness and these people are ruining it right next to me making out And granted, Dean and I, when we go out in public, we'll hold hands or pretty much hold hands. I'm like, I don't really know what else we do, but we would never be that couple that would make out like crazy and hold on to each other in public. You know, when people go to Disneyland and you're in the line for Disneyland and then you see the TikToks of people making fun of it and there's the couples and they literally are like holding on to each other for dear life. I cannot. 
I can't. I love it that people love each other. I absolutely love that. But at a certain point, you're pushing it over the edge. Like at a certain point, you're like, this may not be appropriate at the moment with all these other people around me. You can hold hands, you could hug each other, you could give a small peck, but do not stand next to my coffee machine and make out for 20 minutes. <laughs> like I, I can't. And if you're one of those people that love to make out with your significant other in, in public, then I am so sorry that I'm harshing your vibe and I'm so sorry, but I need people to send me their thoughts on PDA. Like I need them to send it to me because I don't know if Dean and I are just crazy or if we're justified in this feeling because I feel bad. But at the same time, I'm like, please, please stop. Like I had to leave. Like I literally ran out of the room and I said to Dean, I can never do that again. That pushed me over the edge. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T 
com. Okay, but switching gears, we are going to get into the main point of this episode. If you saw the title, it's obviously about how to stay motivated when you feel like your hard work isn't paying off because I've been there. I'm currently there, to be honest, and it is one of the most difficult things to be able to constantly motivate yourself to keep going when you feel like you're having no benefit associated. And before I start to give kind of my tips for this motivation, I do need to raise awareness to the fact that I've said this many times before, honestly, but just that motivation is very fickle. Motivation is going to wax and wean throughout life and throughout the day, throughout weeks. Like it is not a permanent solution and you need to rely on discipline. And I'll go into that a little bit more, but obviously discipline is going to be the number one thing that you have to rely on. I've had a whole episode on how I stay motivated to accomplish my goals. And I basically said, you have to build your discipline. And I agree with that a thousand percent. But also in today's episode, I want to kind of go into certain things that I think about and certain things that I do to build that desire to want to stay disciplined because that's crucial in being able to continue to work hard when you don't see it paying off in that moment. Okay, so the first thing that I'm going to say and the first thing that you can do when you're starting to kind of lose this motivation and starting to feel like, holy fuck, I don't know if I want to continue doing this and putting in this hard work is look up success stories And this is something that I have to do a lot. And sometimes the story resonates with me and sometimes it doesn't. But in terms of Health Rich Collective and owning my own brand and owning my own business, I try to look up as many success stories within the business realm as I possibly can. Like I said, every overnight success is 10 years in the making. That's something I say all the time. So finding these people who worked their ass off for years and years and years and years and didn't have anything to show for it are now finally getting the recognition they deserve. That is something that is inspiring to me and it's something that I can grasp onto and resonate with and continue to keep putting in the effort that I need to put in every day. I've shared this story before, but I'm going to share it again because I think it's super important, especially when we're talking about this. But for anyone that doesn't know, my boyfriend Dean is a massive sneakerhead. He loves sneakers. And so anytime that I get down on myself, he tells me the story of Phil Knight, who owns Nike. He founded Nike. And when Phil Knight was trying to start Nike, Puma, the company Puma, was massive at the time. It was one of the biggest brands. And Phil Knight was driving along the coast, going to high school track meets, high school games, and trying to sell sneakers for years and years and years and years. And while he was doing this and hustling his ass off, Puma was already a massive success. Puma was already huge. 
Fast forward a few years, and now Nike is one of the biggest brands in the entire world. Nike is much bigger than Puma. Nike has all these deals currently, and it's one of the largest companies that one can think of. But so every time when I get really discouraged or down on myself, he always reminds me, you're the Nike, not the Puma. AKA, there can be other people doing things that I wish I was doing and I'm sitting here comparing myself to them when really I'm just hustling right now and in a few years, in a few months, in a few weeks and however much time, it's going to pay off and I'm going to see a benefit. Another example is when I was studying for the MCAT and I was very burnt out. I didn't want to keep going. I was really not having the best experience possible. Obviously, I was sitting in my room studying for however many hours a day. I would look up medical school success stories. I would look up stories of students who maybe didn't do as well in their MCAT but still got into med school. Maybe they didn't have as many extracurriculars as you could and still got into med school. Maybe they did extremely well on their MCAT and got into med school and became very prominent in their field. And so I would look up these stories because they gave me inspiration. They gave me inspiration. They gave me motivation. And I was like, if this person can do it, I can do it. Obviously, that was not the path I was supposed to take in life, but that was something that I would do to motivate myself to keep going and to keep working at it. One of my favorite things to do in my spare time is to actually look up these stories because I think that they are so inspirational and they honestly make me want to work that much harder. I literally saw a video the other day of the founder of Ring, the little doorbell system. He went on Shark Tank. All the sharks said no, said, we hate this idea. This is horrible. He left. Ring became massive, a massive, massive company. And he actually went back on the Shark Tank as a shark. And if that doesn't fuel your fire. If that doesn't light a fire under your ass, I don't know what will. He literally went in front of people and they said, no, this is not a good idea. Stop doing this. And he didn't listen to them. He kept doing what he wanted to do. He knew and believed in his product and in his business and in himself. And he went back on as one of the sharks. I honestly feel like the hardest thing that one can do is feel like your hard work is not benefiting you and paying off and be able to get up and continue to do what's required of you. And this can happen in so different, so many different aspects of life. For example, with school, you can feel like you're studying your ass off or working really hard on assignments and not getting the grades that you want. You can feel like you're working really hard at your business and everyone keeps saying no or people aren't buying your products. Another area of my life that I felt this a lot is with friends. I can feel like I'm trying really hard to be the best friend possible or I'm trying really hard to make new friends and it's just not panning out the way that I would want. And something that I've had to learn when those moments come up and when I don't want 
to keep putting in this effort for whatever goal I have because I feel like it's just basically empty effort. There's nothing coming back to me that's positive. I have to know my why. I have to dig deep inside myself and figure out why I'm putting myself through this in the best way possible. Like, why am I putting myself through all this shit to try and have this end goal? Why am I doing this? And everyone's why can be extremely different. And your why for different areas of your life can be extremely different. My why for studying at school and for doing school and pursuing school is very different than my why for Hellrich Collective and why I put so much effort into that. They're very different things and you need to think about all these different aspects of your life and think about why you're trying to achieve what you're achieving and why you're trying to put in this effort. Because when life knocks you down, and it a thousand percent will, at some point, you have to use that why to stand yourself back up. You have to use that why to put one foot in front of the other and keep grinding and keep hustling. Because that why becomes your lifeline. That why is the reason that you're going to continue to put in that effort every single day. And honestly, I think a lot of the time when we try something new or we start something new, we think that, yeah, of course, it's going to require some work, but we never actually fully understand how much work it's going to take and how much of a delayed gratification process it's actually going to be. When I first started Helfridge Collective, I think it was our second and third launch I thought we were going to completely sell out. I thought we were going to sell out within the first day. One, because I looked at everyone else around me and they were all selling everything out. And two, because of how much fucking work I put into it. And we actually ended up selling maybe three items or 10 items like between there that entire day. We did not sell very many at all. We still have some of those items left in stock. And that sucked for me at the time because I was like, I am putting so much effort into this and it's not reaping the benefits that I thought. And I thought that having a business was going to obviously be hard work, but I thought it was going to blow up so fucking quick. I thought it was going to be a constant sellout type of brand. And that's not at all the case. That's not. And I feel like that's why a lot of people give up on whatever their dream is and whatever it is that they're trying to achieve, because it's not as easy as we thought it was going to be. And it takes a lot more mental power and it causes a lot more mental strain than we ever thought it would. So when I'm feeling defeated and that happens all the time. I have to bring it back to my why. I have to bring it back to why am I even doing this? And that's the thing that gets me up out of bed the next day and sending my emails again. That's the thing that gets me designing a new collection. That's the thing that gets me pitching to different people and trying to get my brand out there is my why. Typically with my why, I try to make it very internal. I try and make it reflective of myself. 
so that I don't have these external influences basically changing the way that I would work or the way that I would do something. I try to do it for myself. However, I will say that sometimes when I'm feeling like this isn't worth it, this isn't happening for me, I should just quit. I have to think about these external factors. I have to think about these external influences. And I always think to myself, who's relying on me? And sometimes that can be bad because it's putting pressure on you and you feel the weight of the world on yourself. But sometimes I honestly need that kick in my ass to remind myself like, okay, no, you are the shit and you can do this. And so that's why I use it. I don't use it to add pressure to me because naturally I just have so much pressure anyways, but this can look very different for different people. If you're a mother, it could be your kids and you could say, I need to wake up tomorrow and I need to grind my ass and I need to work hard towards stuff. Even if it's not paying off in this exact moment because my kids need me. My kids need this. For me personally, when I feel like I need that little kick in my ass, I honestly think about every single thing that I want to do with Healthrich Collective and how I want it to benefit other people. So all my employees that work for Healthrich Collective, I want to pay off their student loans. I want to make sure that they're financially stable. I want to make sure that my family's okay. I want to make sure that my family never has to struggle. I want to sign a sneaker deal so that Dean can live out his dream and design a sneaker like he's always wanted. And so I look at these other external factors when it comes to this and I'm like, I need to keep going. I need to keep doing this so that these things can happen and I can help the people I want to help. I want Helfrich Collective to be one of the biggest brands and businesses to give back to the communities and to give back to organizations and charities And the only way that that's going to happen is if I don't stop and I don't quit. Of course, when I say this, I'm not saying work 24-7, never have a work-life balance, always grind it out. Obviously, I'm saying have balance, but I'm saying you can't give up. I'm saying a lot of benefits and a lot of gratification is going to be delayed. And that's the part that gets people. That's the part that people end up quitting before they actually even reach that benefit point. And so they never actually see the potential that it could have had because they never actually followed through with it. And it takes a very special type of person to be able to keep going when you're not seeing it pay off in that moment. Another way, kind of going back to what I first mentioned, which is obviously discipline that helps me to stay motivated is having your routine. I talk a lot about having a routine and I think it's very crucial and very important and building habits that are going to help you follow through with these goals and aspirations that you do have. For example, let's use working out. Say you want to go work out every single day or five times a week and you're not seeing the benefits of the gym yet. Say you're on a health journey and you're not seeing these changes in your body. You're not feeling better. You're not 
having this mental clarity yet and you're like, why am I still going to the gym? Why am I still doing this? Why am I trying to eat healthier? Why am I drinking more water if I'm not seeing this pay off? And honestly, that's a very, very fair question. That's a very fair reaction when you're not seeing that benefit right away. But it needs to just be a part of your routine. You need to keep going because you are going to see it pay off at some point. You are going to see the benefits. You are going to feel better. You are going to feel stronger. You are going to have more confidence, but you have to reach that point. And so maybe you put it in your routine every day. Every day when you wake up at 7.30, you're going to the gym for an hour. Every day that's in your routine. And at a certain point, you're going to stop even considering it. You're going to just automatically do it. For Dean and I, we've been working out for a really long time. And it's just naturally part of our routine. Every morning we wake up, Dean has his oatmeal, we have a pre-workout and we go to the gym every day. It can be very different. So sometimes I wake up and I go to Pilates. Sometimes I wake up and I go to spin. Sometimes I wake up and take a group fitness class at my gym. Sometimes I go and do my own workout. It can look different, but every night before I go to bed, I don't have a question on, am I going to work out tomorrow? I just automatically know that that's something that's a part of my day. I automatically know that that's something I'm doing. Another example I have is for anyone trying to do content creation. This is something that everyone says you need to post every day. You need to post constantly. So maybe you have a timer set every single day that at this time you're going to post every day you automatically do it. You don't go a day without doing it. It becomes a part of your routine. It becomes ingrained in your brain. And after a certain amount of time, you are going to see the benefits of it. It just might take a little bit longer than you're expecting. Going off of that, I want to say that another thing that you can do is when you do feel any sense of motivation, capitalize on it. And as a girl, I find that my motivation waxes and wanes depending on where I am in my cycle. There's certain parts of my cycle that I'm very lethargic. I don't feel motivated. I don't want to do anything. But there's other times where I feel extremely motivated and like I can conquer the world and I can handle anything. So when you have those moments, capitalize on it. Like my example for content creation, if you're feeling super motivated, content batch. Literally make so much content in that moment and schedule it out for every single day at a certain time it can post. You don't have to worry about it. It's something that's just going to occur. And over time and with consistency, because consistency is key, you are going to see a benefit from it. When I'm getting these bursts of motivation within my cycle, I try my best to pitch as many emails as I can about Health Rich Collective. I try and get as many assignments as I can done for school. I try and schedule workout classes for the following week or the following two weeks if I know I'm not going to feel as motivated. But I really try and take that time in my cycle where I'm feeling any inkling of motivation 
and capitalize on it because I know it's not going to last. And I know that there's other times where I'm going to feel super deflated and super defeated. And I want to make sure that I'm setting myself up for success. And even in those times where I'm just not feeling my best, I don't want to make a video for Instagram or I don't want to send an email and pitch myself or I don't want to record a podcast. I already have everything set out because again, consistency is key and it's really easy to say it and I know we can all say it, but when you actually have to send seven emails every single day pitching yourself and you're not hearing anything back, it can be very discouraging to continue doing it. But I want you to know that you are meant to achieve great things. You are meant to achieve the most amazing things possible. And sometimes when your hard work feels like it's not paying off, you can start to feel like you're unworthy. You can start to feel like you're unworthy of the goals or the life that you envisioned for yourself. And I am definitely a victim to this when hard work and I'm putting everything of my body into whatever it is that I'm doing and I don't see a direct benefit from it. I start to feel like maybe I'm just not meant to have this. Maybe I'm just not meant to have these things happen. Maybe I'm just not worthy of all of this great accomplishments that I'm hoping to have actually come to fruition. And that's not true. Sometimes the best things in life come to those who wait. And the best things in life take time. So if you're starting to feel like this, I want you to sit down and write out a list of all the reasons why you deserve great things to happen in your life. And you can think of, I'm kind to people. I want to give back. I'm caring. I'm so smart. I put my all into everything. I try and include everyone. I want to create a really supportive and inclusive community. You can literally write down all these things because I'm here to tell you that you deserve every good thing to happen to you. And sometimes in life, it just takes a hot minute and it's really tough and it sucks. But like everything in life, and I've mentioned it before, but it's going to ebb and flow. Everything is going to come in waves. And I've had times where I'm like, holy shit, all my hard work is paying off. I'm so fucking cool. I love everything that's going on. And then the next day I'd be like, oh fuck, I hate everything. Nothing's paying off. And I crumble. So everything will happen in its own timing. But you have to remain consistent. You have to keep putting in the work. You have to keep grinding. And you have to just know innately that it is going to work out for you in the end. It is going to be successful, whatever your definition of successful means. But it is going to happen for you. But the work might just take a little bit of time. If you're losing motivation and you feel like nothing's paying off, take time to regroup. Take time to take a whole week off, 
not put any effort into whatever aspect it is, not focus on anything there. Spend time that fuels your soul. Spend time with your friends, spend time with family, spend time doing things that you love and regroup and reprioritize. For me, when it comes to Health Rich Collective, and I feel like I'm putting all this work in and nothing's paying off and nothing's happening the way I want it to, and it's not coming to fruition like I had imagined, I take time, I put my computer away, I put my phone away, I don't look at emails, I don't think about anything HC, and I will watch TV, or I will spend time with Dean, or I'll go out for coffee with a friend, and I will do other things that make me happy. I will do other things that fuel my soul and fuel my mind and fuel my life, and then I'll come back and I will sit and I will regroup and I'll be like, okay, I'm ready okay, we know that this is something that I want to do. We know that I have my reason why. I know that things take time. I know that it's probably a delayed gratification sort of situation. I know that my hard work is going to pay off in the end and I just have to see it through and I have to not give up. What am I supposed to do? What is the next step? What email am I supposed to send? What design am I supposed to work on? What collection am I supposed to create? And I will start to take baby steps again and I will start to keep making moves. Because honestly, a lot of the time, it's not even about how much work you put into it. It's about how you build yourself back up. It's about how you build yourself back up and have enough confidence and enough faith in yourself to know that you are going to be able to take the next steps. Even when you are broken down and beaten down, you're going to still get up and you're still going to put one foot in front of the other and you're going to be like, this is my shit. I know that I can do this and you're going to keep going. Also, when you're feeling like this and you're feeling like, life sucks and your hard work's not paying off and you're not doing well, surround yourself with people who remind you who the fuck you are. And for me, that's my parents and my boyfriend and my friends. And when I'm feeling broken down and I'm feeling like I'm not accomplishing anything, nothing's happening the way I want it to. I'm so burnt out. I've put in all this work and it's just not working how I wanted They remind me who the fuck I am, but they also give me that support that I need. They let me break down. They let me cry, but they help to build me back up. They help to remind me of everything that I have accomplished. They remind me that things take time. They remind me about delayed gratification. They remind me that my hard work is paying off because sometimes you think it's not, but we're just blind to it because it's about ourselves and it's our own work. And you need people outside of yourself to look at it objectively and be like, no, your hard work is paying off. No, you are doing really well in life. And so make sure that you surround yourself with people who can bring you back up when you're feeling this low. But I get it. I know that it's hard. I know that it's easy to preach it and to say to keep going and for you to look up these success stories and hopefully get a little bit of inspiration and motivation. 
but I 1000% understand the feeling. And I go through a lot of days where I feel the exact same way. So if anything, if you didn't take anything away from this podcast, I hope that just by listening to it, you have a little bit more motivation to be like, I got this. I'm the shit. My hard work will pay off. I just need to keep going. I just need to keep going and know my why and dig deep, deep, deep down inside me and find the willpower to keep moving forward. But that is today's episode. It's a short and sweet one. As always, if you have any comments on today's episodes, any advice, any questions, any thoughts at all, please send me a message. I love hearing from you guys. I hope that this episode helped a little bit. Let me know if there's anything that you want me to talk about in another episode. I would be more than happy to hear it and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.